Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Embracing Homemaking. I'm your host, Leah Coleman, and my whole goal of this podcast um, is to encourage all women of any season of life, of any path you're on, to embrace the art of homemaking, whether you're a career woman um, or a stay-at-home mom, a newly married, no children yet, lady or an empty nester or even a college student um, just to embrace homemaking because um, it's just it really is a really really important quote-unquote job um, that that is essential it really is Um, there's all different kinds of ways to homemake you know everybody's house is going to look different everybody's um, focus is going to be different Um, like for example, I, I really focus, I'm a stay at home mom. And, um, and so I do not have a job outside of the home. And one of my major focuses as a homemaker and, um, stay at home mom is to, um, provide my family with really nutritious food. And one of my goals and my husband's goals, um, for this year and to continue on is to, um, do away with packaged food. So my, a lot of my focus is on our nutrition and somebody else's focus might be on, um, fitness. I have a really good friend and her and her husband are super inspiring in their fitness. In fact, I did a podcast with her last year, um, on goal setting, um, with Jessica and, um, they are really inspiring to me about how focused they are on fitness. Um, they are training for another marathon. Um, he's done 50 milers, hundred milers, um, inspiring. I'm not doing those. Like it's not inspiring me to do that, but it definitely does inspire me to be like, Oh yeah, you know, fitness is really important. And so she keeps me, um, in check on that. Not like she, purposefully keeps me in check, but just listening to her and their goals is like, yes, that is an important key. And so they're, they're one of their major focuses as a family is fitness. And I think that's really cool. And your focus might be on, um, I have no idea. There's all different kinds of focuses is what I'm trying to say. Um, not every homemaker does it the same, nor should we, but our, all of our goals as homemakers should be to embrace it and to realize how important it is. Um, I do not believe that you have to be a stay-at-home mom to be a good homemaker. That is not true. You could be a stay-at-home mom and be a terrible homemaker. You could be a career woman and be a wonderful homemaker. It 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 isn't just one size fits all. Um, but the goal of this podcast is to encourage all women to embrace the art of homemaking. Even my daughter who has graduated last year and she is just, she loves homemaking. Um, She has a really good job that she enjoys and she's loving her life. And isn't that the whole point? Isn't that what God intends us to do is to love the life that he's given us and the giftings he's given us um, and the people that he's given us in our life. And so it is really fun to um, talk with women who love what they do, um, and just embrace their lives and embrace homemaking. So today's podcast, um, I wanted to talk about 
the importance for us homemakers to keep dreaming. Um, I think it's easy. It can be easy for um, any person, male or female, to get stuck and to forget to dream. And I think as homemakers, that could be a possibility of happening. And so we have to be intentional to keep dreaming and to keep moving forward. Um, I'm sure that there are, you know, some personalities who are just major go-getters. Um, and so for them to keep dreaming is not some, not hard for them. Um, and maybe it is, I don't know. I'm not one of those super energetic, um, always going, I get very drained to be constantly active and constantly going, going, going. Um, I am energized when I have had like social time. And then when I've had my own personal quiet time, um, that's just how I'm built. I've always been like that. I'm certain I will always be like that. If I try to be something other than what I made, it doesn't work. So embrace who you are too. You know, God created us each different with different personalities, different energy levels, different likes and dislikes. Embrace it because this is you. And that's important to realize too. But um, anyway, so it could be, you know, a tendency to get stuck, especially if you are a stay-at-home mom um, with littles, you know, it can just feel very, um, this is going to sound harsh, but pointless um, because you, you can just, just from personal experience, you can just feel like, seriously, I'm feeding you breakfast again and wiping up messes and here we go again, um, for the, you know, 500th day in a row. It's super important. But in those times where your focus is really on raising little ones and it takes a lot of time and energy and you don't have a lot of time for anything else, do keep on dreaming because there are things that you can do. And so, um, I just wanted to start this is going to be kind of, I don't know if I want to call it a series, but it's for sure going to be this week's and next week's podcast. And I want to just kind of talk to you about, um, how I started, um, as a homemaker in, in my dreams and what I did. So, um, like I said, I've always been a stay at home mom. And, um, when we got married, we lived in Nebraska and that's where I moved to from Montana. And, um, and so one of the things that I do remember when Bailey was little and Taylor might have just been born, I remember looking around my house thinking, we have too much stuff, like just stuff. And, um, and so I was on a mission. I happened to find this book at the library, which I've talked about for pack rats only. And I took it home and I read it and I just devoured that book. And so one of my goals and one of my dreams was to declutter my home. And so that for me was a dream. Um, I know it might sound silly, but it really wasn't, it really did change my life. And so as a young mom of young little children, um, even through the, the daily tasks of raising kids, I had a dream to get this home decluttered and in order. And, um, that is just one simple way that I dreamed. Um, and also we had, we lived in town, but it was a super small town and, um, behind us, behind our house was a field and beside us, the houses were not close to each other. So we had a pretty big lot that we lived on 
And one of my dreams was to garden. Now I did not garden growing up. My mom had some flowers and some tomato plants and I had it literally, I'm not joking here, folks. Um, maybe a six inch by 12 inch piece of <laughs> plot of land in my mom's flower bed that I grew like three marigolds in. And I tended those little marigolds. And I think that that was like in that my love for outdoor gardening stuff was being, um, developed. Um, I did not grow any vegetables. I did not grow anything other than I think two or three marigolds and that teeny tiny little piece of dirt, but I loved it. I think we have a couple years in a row. I actually went out there and planted these little marigolds and, um, I don't remember how they did. I, I don't really remember, but I do remember that I did that. So, when we were in Nebraska, um, we tilled up a plot of our backyard and I planted green beans. I planted what I thought was watermelon, which actually turned out to be spaghetti squash. That was funny. Um, and I'm sure I planted tomatoes. There were some asparagus from a previous person who lived there. Um, I don't remember what all I planted, but I know I was so proud of it and I loved it. I didn't have a clue what I was doing, but my gardening, a gardening love was being developed even more and it was being born. And, um, and then we moved to Denver and that was a season in life that we needed. It seems funny that we went from this teeny tiny town to huge Denver. Um, and we had a super small, um, <clears throat> yard, although it was bigger than a lot of our neighbors. Um, and in that very small backyard, I had a dream and Jason and I put together a little raised garden bed. And in that little tiny raised garden bed, it wasn't even the size I'm, I'm in my bedroom. So I'm looking at my bed. Um, it wasn't even the size of a queen size bed. Um, but I planted lettuce and I planted green beans for sure. Those two things maybe some rhubarb, not real sure on that, but I, I loved it there too. And I, and then when we, you know, we were living in Denver and we're dreaming about moving to the country and what would I do if I had lived in the country? Oh, I want a chicken so bad for eggs layers, you know? And, um, we would talk about, you know, what if we moved and then we decided to move to South Dakota, where we live now. And we just dreamed. And when we first got here, um, my goal, right when we got here, we ordered 25 layers, <clears throat> Rhode Island reds, and they're very beautiful. And all I wanted was to raise them for eggs. I wanted my own eggs. And I remember, um, I was pregnant with Ty and he was due in December and they started laying, I believe, while we were at the hospital and I had Ty. And so that was really exciting. I could not wait to get home and see all the, you know, see all the like two eggs that had, because it was cold and they were new. So we weren't getting a ton of eggs from our 25 chickens, but it was so exciting. And from there, our chicken dreams and our place, our dreams for our place grew even more. And, um, we have since raised, well, at one point we had like a hundred layers because I was supplying another, um, 
person with a lot of eggs, a lot of eggs. Um, we don't do that anymore. That was just too much. Um, so now we're back to a flock of 25 um, layers, which is perfect. It's We wanted 25. That sounds like a lot for just a family of six. But in the winter when it's cold, they don't lay as well. And a family of six, we eat eggs every day for breakfast. And so we do not like to run out of eggs because we do not like to go to the store and buy eggs. And so 25 um, layers works really well for us. And I supply a couple neighbors slash friends with them, with the extras. Um, anyway, so, so our layers has just, it's been so fun. It's amazing to me that when you dream, like my dream was to just have 25 Rhode Island red layer chickens for eggs and from there was born, what if we raised our own chickens for meat? And so we do that every summer now too. And we were like, what if we raised hogs? So we have our own bacon and our own pork and we know what our animals are eating. And so we've done that. And the, ra the way we raise our cattle is the same as our good friends in Nebraska, which is also the same as our good friends near us. Um, and so we were able to, from that friend, um, purchase grass finished beef, which was, oh my goodness, so, so delicious. Um, and so it's, it's so fun to look back from where I started at, you know, 20 years old when I got married and moved to 20 years later, um, <clears throat> the dreams that we had and the dreams that have become reality and to never stop dreaming. There's always a way, like if you want to be a little homesteader and you live in town and you have a little backyard or whatever, find out what your Sydney or city ordinances are. It's a possibility that you could have a chicken coop in your backyard with, you know, a limited number of layers. I know that people have done that. And that's great because you want to keep um, inspiring yourself to dream and to keep growing and learning and not just become stagnant as homemakers. Um, and you know, like I, yeah, I won't get off too far. Um, and so, yeah, it's just really fun. Jason and I were sitting down, um, last night I had listened to this really inspiring podcast and um, was talking to him about it and sent it to him. And he's going to listen to it when he has time. And so we have more dreams for our place for this coming spring and summer and fall. And I'm not going to tell you about that today. That's for next week's podcast. But I just want to just encourage you so much to keep dreaming. What is your dream? One of my dreams, excuse me. <coughs> one of my dreams has always been to learn how to play the piano. Um, and so I started taking piano lessons every other week, a couple weeks ago, and I am loving it. It's going to be a process. I am really thankful that I have a 40 year old's perspective rather than when I first started way back in elementary school, where you just want to know how to play it and you want to know how to play it now. And so I have a completely different perspective, um, that you're learning techniques that seem boring, but it's going to help in the long run. And so I'm just pacing myself and I'm enjoying the process. Another one of my dreams is to, um, 
better my sewing ability. Um, you know, making clothes. I have some dreams about making some curtains for the laundry room and just kind of freshening up some areas in our house. Um, so those are some of my dreams. I don't know what your dreams are. You might have completely opposite dreams of me. You might not be interested in home homesteading. I don't know if I want to use that word for us. I, we just love to grow our own food and to, I love being outside. I mean, once it's spring and it warms up, I am out there a lot. I, I just love spring and summer. Um, I cannot wait to get my garden going. I cannot wait to tell you about our dreams on next week's podcast. Um, they're scary. They should be a little scary if you're setting goals. Um, but super exciting. And I will kind of talk about, okay, so you have these dreams and you have these goals and with that will come some stress and how you're going to handle that and whatnot. Um, your goals might be fitness. Your goals might be art. Your goals might be food, like, um, learning how to cook. Maybe you don't know how to cook very well. Maybe that's a goal that you need or you want to develop. I know that my daughter Bailey, she wants to, she has said that she wants to learn how to cook more, um, this year. That's one of her goals. That's awesome. Um, and she did that a couple weeks ago. She made chili and cinnamon rolls all from scratch for her and Jason to have a little supper together, father, daughter supper at her place. So that was really cool. So what are your dreams? Maybe write them down. Don't be afraid to just sit there for, you know, get yourself a cup of coffee or some tea and just sit there and dream and find there's so many YouTube tutorials on anything out there. Find your people and get inspired. Um, I know when I watch different YouTube tutorials, I get inspired and invigorated and it starts working my brain. Just like that podcast I listened to a few days ago, it just started turning and then me and Jason started talking more about it. Read books. I love to read. I love to read fiction. I love to read nonfiction. There's so much out there um, at our fingertips to help us develop and to grow. And that is an important piece of homemaking is to never stop dreaming. And in a positive way of saying that, keep dreaming as a homemaker. So have a wonderful week of dreaming. Seriously, ladies, <clears throat> good job on homemaking. Even if you feel like you are not good at it, if you are doing something better than you did a week ago or even a year ago, you are improving. And that is the main thing. And just embrace the life you are, the life you have. Embrace your personality Embrace the art of homemaking and keep on dreaming as a homemaker.